The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. That kid is on fire on catch-and-shoot threes right now. This is Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Bounces to Gobert, and he rocks the pass Presented by both Mark Miller Subaru locations. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, it's time for a complete wrap of tonight's Utah Jazz game on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Go where, uh, excuse me, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The Jazz beat the Mavericks this afternoon right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, 112-107. And uh, what a performance from Rudy Gobert. 22 points, 17 rebounds, five block shots, and uh, one of the game's certainly biggest plays down the stretch with a block on DeLon Wright. Coach, let's uh, check out your sharp stats of the game. Brought to you by the Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. The Jazz tonight from the field, 44%, 34.9% from three. Uh, they were led by uh, Donovan Mitchell, who had 25 points. A lot of those coming in the fourth quarters. He was good in the clutch once again. Bogdanovich with 23. Royce O'Neal out of 12, including one just clutch three-pointer uh, to uh, to uh, from Donovan Mitchell there down the stretch. Joe Ingles, nine points to go along with uh, five assists. But tonight, Coach, feels like Rudy's game. Yes, and Rudy, it started with defense and offense. What Rudy's improved on is that uh, mobility, so that when the shot is taken on perimeter or dribble drive to the basket, Rudy's able to navigate uh, away from the defensive player who's trying to put a body on him and drive him off the boards. And Rudy uh, goes hip-to-hip with that uh, rival and is able to either go around him or out-leap him for the, re- for the uh, stick-back rebound, and that's absolutely critical. Is when you play a close game against the Mavericks, oh, by the way, they're, good, they're a good team. Yeah. They're heading to the playoffs. Those extra possessions that Rudy gives for his teammates are, are, are critical. So Rudy, as far as uh, he's such an impactful player in the lane, but offensively, he's evolving. And that's been a big thing is him setting the screen and rolling to the basket. And it gives Donovan a chance to dribble penetrate or to kick out game to the corners. By the way, just to be specific real quick here, uh, Donovan had 11 of his 25 in the fourth quarter and was very, very good. All right, let's send things down to the podium where Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder is addressing the media. Yeah, I thought, you know, they're a unique team offensively and particularly in the first half, the floor's so open. And when they drive, you, you know, there's such a tendency to pull in and help, and that's when they really both punish you from the three-point line and with slashers and, and offensive rebounds. And I thought it, it took us a while to, to get more discipline in those situations. Um, you know, and our defense improved as the game went on, and I thought that was the difference. I know you've seen games like this from Rudy, but how important was it tonight? I mean, there was other guys that were struggling for those through the first half, yeah. especially. Yeah, I thought he kept us in the game in the first half, um, and you know there was a timeout when you know our whole team was talking about defending. You know, we were I was talking about a couple of nuances defensively, and they shut me up and started talking about guarding. So that was good. That was like you're right. So and Rudy was at the at the, the center of that. No pun intended, but that's what he did. And, and then I thought everybody raised their level to his level on the defensive end in the second half. And 
you know, we had some guys opportunistically um, make some plays on offense. Can you elaborate a little bit? Like, what specifically kind of changed defensively as the game went on? What did what did, were you able to start doing? Well, that against the, you know, obviously the best offensive team in the league. There, there's going to be. You know, you're going to have some breakdowns. Um, we had a couple breakdowns on a specific play that um, they're very good. Even if you guard it, you know, quote-unquote correctly, you know, they can score on it. Um, but I thought our focus got better. Not not just making defense matter. I think it did matter. Um, but there's different things that matter each game. And, you know, their shooting and, you know, their, their, their ability to drive the ball um, – makes it difficult because the floor is so open that it's it's hard it's hard to help and if you help um, you know that's when they they get looks from three and they get offensive rebounds so um, I thought we just we settled in a little bit and kind of w- with you know a commit we were committed in our thought our, our our mental toughness got stronger throughout the game on the defensive end the donkey Porzingis pick and roll was really efficient in the first half um, near the end of the fourth quarter um, seemed like you guys had figured it out what, what adjustments were made there well there's always a couple little things that you try to do during the course of a game um, but as much as anything you know the first pick and roll Doncic you know Porzingis just popped it was barely a pick and roll he just slipped the screen and he's so tall that if you switch it it's just hard to get back to him um, you know and I, I think you're not gonna you're not gonna shut that that combination down you just have to try to make it hard for them and like I said I think the, the key thing is you know the other guys on the floor can't be teeing up three-point shots and getting offensive rebounds because that's um, you know that's the stuff that maybe you have a little more control over all right, there you go. That was Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Coach Chiesa, what did you think about what uh, Quinn had to say? Well first in mental toughness right on point so much is not based on the schemes defensively. It's you as an individual player. I'm guarding this guy myself. I'm moving my feet. I am in his defensive stance. I'm going to be alert. I'm not getting screened so easily. easily. I call it dish rag defense, where the, uh, the guy screens you and you fall down, fall down on the floor like a dish rag and they jump right over you. And so Royce O'Neal and Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles and Michael Conley, all those guys, when they got themselves going, Brian Bogdanovich, they really guard themselves much better individually, which means now you're more connected on perimeter. There's less help and recover that you're guarding your own man, not getting beat point of attack. So it's a mental toughness thing at the Jazz exhibited superiorly. This is a, Jake, this is a grind game. It wasn't artistic. Most intense games are not artistic. It comes down to mano a mano, me against you, and let's, let's right now in the fourth quarter, let's see how each of us roll. And the Jazz roll perfectly. But it starts with Donovan and it ends with Rudy. No doubt about it. Your final tonight, the Jazz beat the Mavericks 112-107. And uh, what did they do different, differently in the second half or even into the second quarter on Doncic, Coach, where it looked like he was off to a really, really hot start? And he finished the game, I mean, under all of his averages across the board, 25 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, Coach Snyder was asked about that pick-and-roll game with uh, poor Zingas, and the Jazz seemed to make an adjustment and handle it just fine. Well, what happens is that the big in the coverage did not jump out out 
so quickly on the screen so that they showed a, a half show, meaning uh, on Dantage, meaning uh, Rudy, Ga- Rudy and Tony Braley, who was guarding uh, Przingis, was able to extra two feet of not showing out at the line of the screen, enable those guys to sprint back to Przingis to challenge the shot. Also, the defensive player, most times Royce O'Neal and Joe Engels, they did a better job during the course of the game. Doncic only scores two points in the fourth quarter, and a lot of it's he's ball-weary. The Mavericks, the way they're structured, they ask so much of him to make plays, literally every possession down the floor that, at, mess up again, Jake, he's only 20 years old. 20 years old. That's how talented he is. He was weary. He started uh, uh, making, I call it, taking flat-tired jumpers. His legs uh, betrayed him because of the physicality of the Jazz defense and his own mental and physical weariness. That's part of it, too. Don't forget, after the Jazz win, you win. The day after every Jazz win, home or away, Little Caesars is giving you free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through the Little Caesars app and you'll receive a free, large, extra-most, bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code UTAHJAZZ. All one word, valid at all, participating Utah Little Caesars locations, mobile orders only. Coming up next, we'll take you inside the locker room, let you hear from the players. Uh, and want to remind you, Go Where Love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final, the Jazz beat the Mavericks right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, 112 to 107, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Jake Scott, Coach Gordon Chiesa with you. The Jazz winners tonight, 112 107 over the Dallas Mavericks. We'll get you down in the locker room in just one moment, but let's uh, check out your points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1 800 Go Serta or visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life. Points in the paint tonight, Coach. Uh, close, but the Jazz outscored by the Mavericks, 46 to 42. Uh, which is a, a fairly low number for uh, for both teams, but it felt like defenses defense was kind of at a premium tonight. Yes, it was, and both teams offensively are an elite as far as execution. However, the defense ruled the game. That both teams were serious about trying to stop the other team's main players and the secondary players. They, they tried to recover out to them and force them to become a doubt shooters or drivers. So the defense was superior, really, on both teams, but the Jazz had much more intensity and technique in the fourth quarter, and which means the limited dribble penetration, there's not as many plays in the paint. But when there was, Rudy was there to what? To, to stop any sort of a easy layups or detour shots. All right, let's go down to the locker room where Tony Parks is standing by with Donovan Mitchell. You see there? Um, you know, we, we handled our business. You know, I think at the end of the day, we showed a lot of composure. You know, we knew what we wanted to get to. Bojan stepped up big time, you know, starting the fourth. Um, myself coming in, Rudy obviously holding it down at the defensive end, and then Royce in the big shot in the corner. Like, you know, we all did every little thing. You know, we boxed out, we rebound. You know, I think we did everything that we needed to do to win that game, and that's, that's how you win tough games. That's how you win tough games against tough teams, and when... You know, at the end of the day, we got a bunch more coming up, but it's a 
really happy with the way we played. We know what Rudy does day in and day out, but that first half really carried you guys, and then in the second mm-hmm. half as well. What can you say about just what he brought tonight? Yeah, he, he brought it all. You know, obviously we wasn't perfect, you know, but we 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 did things, and he makes up cleans up a lot of our mistakes. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make mistakes. You know, I think, and that's the biggest thing, just staying with it, pushing through. And he's a guy that you know when we make mistakes, we realize that he can he can be down there for us. You know, and shouts out to Tony Bradley too. You know, I think his impact as well. And Rudy said it when he first got out of here, like Tony played, you know, really well, you know, in a sense. And it's tough, you know, coming in the garden, Chris Stapps and having to switch from a popping big to a rolling big. Um, obviously, Rudy's used to that, but, but Tony did his thing as well. But, you know, what can you say? You know, at the end of the game, you know, you – we, Rudy can play one through five. You know, we can go <laughs> one through five. You know, um, I didn't honestly, I didn't see the block because I was face guarding my man, but I saw the replay and it was impressive. You know, it was impressive, and I'm convinced he let the guys lay it up at the beginning of the game so he could block it late. That's my <laughs> new theory. That's my new theory. <laughs> you know, he's he's he, he's um he's an all star. You know, and I think that's like to show it. How much was the trust you guys have built in the earlier months a prerequisite to play like that tonight when the money was on the table? Yeah, I, mean, I think we we've just trials and tribulation. You know, we've we've played games like this and lost. You know, we've played games like this and and won barely. But we 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 have more that we can still do. There was time we had a few mishaps. You know, especially in the first half. But now it's like you know we're winning games because we're executing on both ends. We're communicating. We understand you know the language. You know, that's kind of a lot of it coming into a new team, especially Mike and and Bojan, guys who are coming in late, uh, coming in new this year, like understanding like you know like you know what it is on the defensive end what it is on the offensive end and we came in and we really didn't have a moment where we were confused you know I think that's just an instinct taking over you know knowing who to get the ball to you know knowing where to go with it knowing where to switch on defense and I think that just shows to our, our chemistry and it's and there's more we can do it's another level we can reach for sure what changed for you guys defensively as the game looked? Um, I think we just guarded their sets right you know I think at the end of the day you know, they got open looks. We stopped. We didn't really rebound. You know, I think we missed a few box outs, a lot of box outs, actually. And I think we knew coming into the game, they, it wasn't just one guy. It was a collective group that they were going to go to the boards. But, you know, sometimes it takes a half, you know, and sometimes, excuse me, like I said, it can't be perfect, you know, but at the end of the day, we did it when it counted and um, we stepped up. I think you kind of struggled, uh, sorry, you, you kind of struggled offensively with their defensive pressure mm-hmm. in the first half. How did that kind of evolve? Uh, I think, you know, just learning to pick my spots, you know, it's like I, like I said, it can't be perfect, but, you know, I think they did a good they did a good job in the first half, and then at the end, I started to figure out, you know, second half, I started to figure out how to go attacking, how to uh, get switches, and how to find guys, and like, like I said, Royce was wide open in the corner, and there some shots you wish you could have back, some shots where you wish you kind of get fouled, but, you know, at the end, it's a, it's a learning process, and, you know, at the end of the day, just trying to make the right play as much as I can. You haven't always hit those free throws late. What did that mean? Me specifically or the team? Uh, yeah. uh, damn, that's tough. <laughs> um, no, I think just, you know, just being relaxed. You know, at the end of the day, um, I've been here before. You know, like you said, I can remember a few games where I've missed a free throw. Milwaukee, uh, Philly, um, and then um, OKC last year. Uh, I can remember all of them. You know, at the end of the day, you know, just focusing in on one thing. You know, the mind tends to wander, you know, in, in moments like that. But, you know, to a point where you just kind of just slow things down and just understand it's just a free throw. It's the same free throw you shoot in practice facility. It's the same free throw you shoot there. It's just the only difference is it's the moment, you know, and I think that's, that's just been my thing, just calm myself down and just making the right play and making making shots when they count. Does it change the mental process when you're making plays for yourself and the teammate? Sorry, 
the, no, no, just describe the mental process when you're making a play for a teammate or yourself and sometimes pushing the envelope like you did in the early fourth. Yeah. But made the big call. Um, I think, you know, understanding, it goes in the first half, understanding how they're going to guard it, you know, understanding, this comes from watching film, watching tendencies, and understanding who you can attack and who's going to be open when you do attack. And I think that's just how I've approached late game, you know, and I think having Boyan and Joe and Royce guys who knock down shots and then obviously have Rudy putting pressure on the rim and they have to make a decision, you know, at the end when it passed to Royce, you know, you don't notice it, but Rudy being Rudy and catching lobs, like, that guy that has the guy has to come over and shift and help. That opens up Royce for a three, so it's kind of like a pick your poison, and it makes my job a lot easier. You know, I think that's that's the that's the big thing, just being able to slow it down in my in my mind. Did the change of shoes give you a fresh start? Just there. needed a grip. You know, I've been wearing those shoes for a while. Um, since like January 4th, <laughs> um, so um, I just needed a new change and just got there and play. All right, thanks, Donovan. Thank you, guys. That's Donovan Mitchell. Let's go back to you. Thank you very much, uh, Tony and Donovan tonight. 25 points, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals was terrific down the stretch. But Coach Ton- uh, Donovan talked about the rebounding, and I want to get your thoughts on that. So let's go ahead and do tonight's Master of the Glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle uh, glass expert. Here for another great year of basketball, and proud to be the preferred Auto Glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate five dollars for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all proceeds going to benefit the neighborhood house tonight. Rudy Gobert on the board, 17 rebounds, four offensive rebounds. But as a team coach, they out-rebounded Dallas. He's a good rebounding team, 54-44, to including 12 offensive rebounds today for the Utah Jazz. And that's extra possessions that absolutely in a close game you need. Jake, also, Tony Bradley, the young age-22-year-old, a late first-round pick, is playing very well he gets nine rebounds in eleven minutes. So he that's gets, amazing. Yeah, he gets. He's in the game. He's always doing something. And so when Donovan penetrates, or so does Boyan Bondanovich, he follows the ball as as his man tries to give help, uh, either blocking the shot or challenging the shot on dribble penetration. He now gets a free a free run to the basket. Now sometimes, to their credit, the Mavericks they put a body on him. He's able to outmaneuver and navigate around him or through or over the top to get some stick backs or extra possessions or to hit a big. T- tap out uh, during a JS second quarter run. He's improving. So now with Rudy playing at a high level, this guy comes in the game and contributes. 54 to, uh, uh, 54 to 44 plus 10, it all starts with the mentality of physicality with an element of technique. And that's everybody in jazz where when the perimeter guys rebound, that starts the fast break game. And when the bigs rebound in traffic, that shows the perimeter guys that they that they they have the mental toughness and physicality to be in close quarters and not ever blink at all. Back down to the locker room, uh, locker room we go, where Tony Parks is standing by with Boyan Bogdanovich. Tom, <laughs> there's not much to say about Rudy. Like every every single game, he's um, he's game changer for us. So after. All the media knows how big how big he is for us. He is even playing on on MVP level right now. Not more defensive player of the year passes. He's bringing the ball up on the third quarter, finding finding joy in the corner. So huge, huge for us. No much, no much to say. What was your view of his block in late in that game? I mean, we know how how good he is. So we didn't want to help from 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 perimeter. They heard us. They heard us a couple times. We know that he can he can handle that. And 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 again one. Great block, and then he got a he got a big rebound as well. Multiple times, 
times down the stretch you guys get close and then Dallas pulls away, you get close, Dallas pulls away. What's the message you guys tell yourselves to not get down when, when that happens? I think beside uh, the first quarter when they scored 35 or more points, we, we did a pretty pretty good job defensively. They kind of surprised us with a Porzingis popping and then a back screen that that they play a little little stuck. But like I said, we did a great job great job defensively, and we we knew how how good they are. They will have their stretch, but we we execute great both offensively and defensively in the last last three minutes. What changed for you guys defensively in that you were able to kind of keep them from getting downhill and, and negating that? We kind of even change uh, change lineup, change change matchup. So we put Joe and, and, and me or Porzingis, Rudy on on on, on Finley Smith. So, but uh, but was again was 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 team defense Rudy with uh, with that block that we knew that, that he he gonna get it and nothing. Just just another great great defensive game from from our side. Did you have people back home who were able to watch more that maybe aren't able to watch the later later at night games? Or? Oh yeah, today was like a prime time game for the for Europe as well and and, and all all around the world. So of course that I had a family and friends watching over over there. Back What's home. that like for you? I mean, the, the opportunity for for fans and people in Europe to be able to watch have games more accessible. It's great for for all fans and and the kids to to watch an NBA games. For me, nothing changed. I'm I'm long long time in this business, so <laughs> not much. You guys had a lot of kind of isolation-based possessions for a while before you kind of uh, got into a rhythm, moving the ball again. What changed? What got you guys back to doing that? That we are playing our best basketball when we are moving, moving the ball. When we are playing for the, for each other, of course, on the end of the game, that we're gonna try to find, find matchup and, and, and attack certain certain players. But uh, but like I said, when we move the ball, we are we are unstoppable. What changed for you after you got off to a slow start? Before you see any those baskets go in for you, but they didn't go in until later. I mean, not much. I was I was aggressive for for whole game. I missed couple couple layup, layups, and then on 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 a, ter- on a last quarter, actually, Mike Mike involved me with a with a three that I have from from top of the key, and and and, and I started uh, I started play way better. Amazing. I think that that was the that was their game. Honestly, like we were down like both both first and, and third quarter and bench give us enormous en- energy from uh, from their part like we, we are so deep so so no matter who is on a, who is on the floor we are giving everything that we have just talking about uh, you guys head to Houston now we saw Russ put up 40 something points uh, the night. what does he provide to that team we know how how good they are how how big numbers they can they can put both Harden and and, and Westbrook, but there's not nothing changed in in our mindset. We'll be we'll be ready. Crowd was was amazing one, once again tonight. So I hope they're gonna be they're gonna be ready as well for uh, for Houston. Guys, that's Boyan Bogdanovich. Let's go back to you. Thanks, Tony Bogdanovich tonight. Twenty three points, six of sixteen shooting. It was seven of seven at the line. Your final: The Jazz beat the Mavericks tonight, one twelve, one oh seven. Want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned two thousand twenty Subaru Outback. Available now, at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. More from the locker room, coaches' thoughts as well. Coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jake Scott, Coach Gordon Chiesa with you. The uh, post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jazz beat the Mavericks tonight, 112-107. Coach, they uh, moved to 32-13 and on the season, and they are now, uh, let's see here, they are now 18-3. and here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, even though they trailed for the majority of tonight's game, it's kind of been a story. The Jazz Lock hit this pretty hard on the on the uh, broadcast coach that Dallas has not been very good at the end of close games, and the Jazz have been awesome, and they were once again tonight. Very much. The Jazz got the ball to the right players at the right time in space, meaning Donovan Mitchell and Boyan Bondanovich. And, Jake, let's talk about the for one second about the 18-3 and three, a home record. The last Jazz home loss was December 9th, versus OKC Thunder. Oh, that the, feels like forever ago. And it was forever ago. In the basketball world, that's a long time ago. Yes, December 9th, the Jazz had now won here at Vivint Sport Arena nine straight games. And a lot of it is what the fourth quarter brilliance of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and all their trusted sidekicks. And it's not one, but it's really everybody. There's re- in Jazz basketball, as we speak, there's a tremendous partnership between everybody, whether it's a screen game, whether it's a space-out game, whether it's a a help-to-helper defense, whether it's rebounding by committee, they're all partners in this thing called Utah Jazz basketball, and they all should be very proud of themselves. You know, before we get to the assist feature, Coach, you know who the biggest winners uh, today are? The uh, shop, bar, restaurant owners of downtown Salt Lake as 19,000 excited jazz fans spill into the city with... uh, with time on their hands. Jake, absolutely unequivocally <laughs> right on, because that's, that's what happens is that the, the Jazz win in a, against a good team, and the Jazz win going away, everybody's in a festive mood, including you and Adrian, yep. including, including also I, in a festive <laughs> mood, I might add, and probably go down to the local establishments and have a great time with your friends, loved ones, and family, and others. Yep. And that's, what it, that, that's why the beauty, Jake, of playing home games early earlier in the afternoon. Yeah, it was fun today. All right, let's check out your assist feature proudly sponsored by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships has donated $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Tonight, the Jazz had 22 assists coach on 40 made baskets. They were led by uh, Donovan Mitchell, who had five, Joe Ingles, who had five, and Jordan Clarkson, who had five. And my favorite assist tonight, coach, was Donovan Mitchell breaking down the defense in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter and hitting Royce O'Neal in the corner for the three. He could have easily taken that contested shot at the rim, but Coach, he knew he had his guy in the corner, and even though Royce did not, was struggling uh, with his shot a little bit tonight, had confidence in his teammate that he was going to knock that one down. Yes, he was catch ready and footwork ready. That was a side pocket three, but Jake, before that, he got himself rolling, uh, Royce, when he pickpocketed pickpocketed for the steal during that game and what happened was that he came down the floor and he's able to get himself ready mentally to play and that's what happens your defense creates your offense and that was a great pass also another great pass was Rudy coming down in transition on a bust out dribble and finding Boyan for the corner for a three uh, on that steal by the way of, of uh, uh, O'Neal yeah O'Neal yeah. picking Luca's pocket uh, you did foreshadow that a little bit in the pregame show coach you mentioned if Luca gets a little um, what a little careless with that crossover that he's vulnerable to a steal like that. 
And that's what happened was that he 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 made a step back dribble to try to get the defensive player, meaning Royce O'Neal, to lean forward with his chest. But Royce stayed in his defensive stance, and he made that lazy crossover dribble. Now, when you cross over dribble in a game, what you want to do is don't change hands, Jake. Change direction. And so he only changed hands and the, the, the pickpocket by Royce. And that it's all part of it. We, he, he got the steal. The ball came to Donovan. He comes flying down the floor. And Donovan hits him on a on-time, on-target pass, side pocket three. And it, it's great to see these guys have confidence in each other. And that almost sounds cliche and, and like we're living in the 100-acre wood. But it, it does. These guys uh, are passing. And when they move the ball, they're so good offensively. In fact, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, when we heard from him in the last segment, he said exactly that, Coach. When they are moving the ball, the word he used was unstoppable. Unstoppable meaning that that the ball doesn't know who's taking the shot, but they do know that the shooter is, is, uh, is going to take the shot in rhythm. And whenever you can take shots in rhythm as a, as, a, as a player, but also as a unit, is that the chances of going are dramatically higher. So the ball finds you, whether it's transition or in the corner or short corner spacing, when you're ready to catch the ball. And in jazz basketball, they know that there's very few sudden passes. Most times it's what? Passes by fluidity. Well, well done by the jazz. Uh, all right, Coach. Well, another reason that uh, that folks are in a good mood tonight is because they get uh, free chicken. Uh, thanks to Dorian Finney-Smith missing a couple of free throws there in the fourth quarter. Uh, you're getting uh, free Chick-fil-A during the fourth quarter. Anytime a player from the opposing team misses two consecutive free throws, the entire state of Utah wins free eight-piece chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A. It's the same player, of course, same trip to the foul line. Offer redeemable only through the Chick-fil-A app. You must have the low Location services turned on in the app in order to claim your sandwich. When activated, you must claim the offer in the Chick-fil-A app within 24 hours and have five business days to redeem it. This offer is no uh, longer connected to tickets or attendance at the game. Limit one entry per user. Do you have a go-to dipping sauce with your nuggets there, Coach? You seem like a honey mustard guy. What do you think? I am. Okay. Well said. Jake, you read my mind. Where can we go get some? (laughs) Let's go to Chick-fil-A. We've got free chicken, Coach. That's why... Everybody cheered so loud in the fourth quarter. I know. Well, they're cheering also for Donovan Mitchell and for Rudy and all the gang. But I know that this, there's a subplot. Jake, in every NBA game, there's always subplots within the game. Well, getting free chicken is certainly one of those. Uh, Jazz led tonight by Donovan Mitchell at 25 points on 9 of 25 shooting. He had 8 boards and 5 assists. And one thing I liked uh, from Donovan tonight, Coach, is one, he still gets to those 25 points. He'll produce it. He'll get to it. He's so much more consistent this year. And even though it took him 25 shots to get there. He still got to his 25, and he's just found a way, Coach. When Think last year when he had an off-shooting night. The Jazz were losing. I mean, odds are the Jazz were losing. Tonight, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but he figured out a way to impact the game with eight rebounds and five assists. And then he had 11 fourth-quarter points. He's amazing. He's amazing, even on nights when he doesn't shoot well. Talented. He has command of the dribble. And whenever you have, you're able to ha- uh, have ball skills, you can, you can navigate through traffic and the open floor, and that's Donovan Mitchell. And then usually when you have ball skills, the game slows down for you. That you, you make better decisions, whether it's passing, shooting, or bringing the ball back out to try to uh, swing the ball. And that's Donovan Mitchell, where he's absolutely playing at a, a high level because of his, one, his talent, but also because of his experience and his, his, com- his command of his dribble. All right, let's throw things back down to the locker room where Rudy Gobert is addressing the media. 
Just trying to recover. Uh, I saw him go up with the ball and I'm trying to make a play at the last, at the last moment. Just in terms of, of your overall impact, um, I guess, I guess, is there anything more you could have given this team today? I mean, I think it's we did a great job as a team. You know, they played, they played a very good game. We we made a lot of mistakes, especially early. I think the, that gave them a lot of confidence. But uh, as the game went on, we 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 got to focus back on, and we're about to just be sharper offensively and and defensively, and we got the stops and the buckets we needed. They make you make so many decisions on the defensive end when you switch from Mavericks. How do you? I was guarding point guards, yeah. uh, shooting fives, and. <laughs> Pretty much everything tonight, so it was pretty fun. How do you know when to switch and when not? I mean, I think the the main thing we we don't want to give up is the layups, you know. And uh, we know Luca is always looking for these shooters and corners, so just just tell the guys to stay home and and then if you have to black and then we got Luca one on one, we think it's at the end is better than you know just give up one open threes or or layups to Luca. Was it like guarding Luca one on one? I mean, it's kind of—I would say it's kind of fun because he's a very good player and uh, he can do pretty much do it all. You know, drive. Or he had that step back. He can draw fouls too. He tried to get me with that little pass fake, but I told him not this year. <laughs> uh, but I uh, know he's—he's such a great player. You know, you—I mean, I just—I get excited for those kind of games because you know, it's—I uh, know that I'm gonna end up guarding him a few times and. It's always fun to do so. What does that mean to you for, for people in Europe to be able to, to watch the game in earlier time? Uh, it means a lot. You know, I think it's it's great for the game and it's great to, you know, we've got so many kids and so many also adults that love the game of basketball in Europe and that are not able to watch the games at 3 in the morning. So tonight was like 11 p.m. So the, my family and a lot of my friends were able to watch it. I know you guys were looking at this game as a test against the play, a really good team. Like I said, we think we we can do a lot better, but uh, I'm proud of the way we we stay poised throughout the game because we're down the whole game and uh, we stay poised and we stay together. And uh, as the game went on, like I said, we we were able to get the key stops and and the key buckets when we needed them. How do you feel to have everybody chanting your name there down the stretch? It's amazing, you know. I think the the, the crowd uh, really lifted us today. You know, uh, I felt like the energy was uh, almost like a playoff atmosphere, and uh, it was just great to get the win. When we were talking to Boyan. He said, "It's enough talking about Rudy for DPOY. It's time to start talking about him for MVP." What do you think when you hear that from your teammates? I appreciate it. You know, I think uh, I think for me, it's just winning. That's the number one thing. That's how can I have my my team win and. You know, all the, I mean, DPOY is great. You know, it's 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 it's, uh, it's in the world. It's a hardware. You know, it's great for the legacy MVP too. But at the end of the day, winning winning a championship and winning, I think, brings all that. You know, and we win because we play well as a team. You know, I, I'm not able to do what I do if, uh, let's say, if Royce doesn't hit that shot. Maybe we lose the game tonight. Or if I don't know, uh, Joe doesn't get that the rebound before. Maybe we don't. Get a chance to win, so it's, it's a team effort, and uh, you know we we only winning because we're doing it together. Was there a specific offensive team in the league over the last 20 games? Why do you think that? What's kind of taken the next step for you guys? I mean, it feels like you know we 
like I said, we're really playing well, making the right decisions, and we got so many weapons on this team that it's, it makes it hard. It makes it hard for the defense to guard us. Because Is there a specific moment when you decided that you really needed to be a better perimeter defender, and how did you do that? Uh, there was, there, you know, I feel like uh, there's always room to get better. Um, you know, as a as a player, you wanna you, you listen to the what people say. Uh, you know, people always have something to say to you know, kind of like negate what you do for your team. So you know, it's it was a key. You know, two years ago after the the, the, the playoff series, we we felt like a, I felt like a. I could get a lot better doing that, and you know, the, the last year I, f- I felt like I, I did a great job guarding, you know, shooting bigs and popping bigs. And uh, this year I feel like I'm even better, especially switching up on, on guards, you know, and uh, trying to make them hit the toughest shot possible. With the Rockets coming on Monday, is that a game that you had circled? To be honest, no, not really. I mean, we just so focused on. Every night and every game, you know, we know that it's only regular season. Uh, you know, a win or a loss is not going to define who we are. You know, we just want to keep keep getting better, and you know, we know that we're going to start playing some teams that are ranked a little higher. But we just focus on us, and we're going to come in every day with the same focus. And you know, hopefully, when it's when it's playoff time, we get a, a great seed, and we're ready to try to. You know, go all the way. So much gets said about your defense, but it was your offense that kept the Jazz in this game for a lot of the early parts of the game. And you made a lot of big plays in the fourth quarter. How can you speak to your improvement on that? It just comes down to, like I said before, you know, try to do the things that help my team win. And, uh, you know, when I'm finishing and seeing screens for my teammates, running the floor, uh, doing other little things that, you know, that makes us a great offensive team, I feel like we, we really get a chance to to be a great team. So it's all about, you know, doing the things that can help us win. Guys, that's Rudy Gobert. Let's go back to you. Thank you very much, Tony. Rudy Gobert was just absolutely amazing tonight. Maybe his best game of the year. Impacts, big plays, 22 points, 17 rebounds, four offensive rebounds, five block shots, two assists for Rudy. He was perfect. Eight of eight from the field. And Coach, even a respectable six of nine from the line. Rudy was just terrific. His activity level was absolutely enormous. He was able to uh, read plays with the ball. He, he rebounding in the lane with people hanging on him. And as he mentioned about his defense, how he's improved where he was able to uh, ball containment of uh, primitive players. And one, he's, he's in a good stance. And two, he plays the cushion game where he, he's up in his stance, but he gets enough arms distance to move his, to move his feet and not get beat at the point of attack. So a lot of its development is a stance and also playing the angle of a cushion, and Rudy has done that. And most, the most important thing at all players on defense is on perimeter, be the second jumper. Don't jump first when you challenge the shot. Be the second jumper. Make the shooter take a challenge shot over your extended arm, and that's Rudy. Want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final time. Tonight, the Jazz beat the Mavericks in a thriller, 112-107. Coming up next, we'll get Coach's final thoughts on the game. We will also get your three-point takeover, and we'll look forward to the next matchup for the Utah Jazz being the Houston Rockets. It's all straight ahead right here on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jake Scott, Coach Cordy Chiesa. The Jazz beat the Mavericks here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, 112-107. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Let's get to your three-point takeover, sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. Tonight, the Jazz from three, Coach, were 15 of 43, 34.9%. Uh, they were led by Donovan Mitchell, who was 5 of 11. Bogdanovich was 4 of 10. Royce was 2 of 6. One of those was a huge one down the stretch. Uh, Joe Ingles was uh, 1 of 4. George Niang was 2 of 4. And uh, Jordan Clarkson, who struggled tonight, uh, was 1 of 6. And uh, In fact, uh, Coach, I would have thought the Jazz shot better from 3 tonight. I'm sure Quinn Snyder likes the attempts at 43, but the percentage a little lower than what we've been used to seeing. Well, the, the Mavericks play good defense, and they did a, a solid job of trying to challenge shots, especially early in the game. But as the, as the game evolved, the Jazz were able to move the ball with much more urgency and free up their shooters. And also the screening action by the Jazz was able to uh, give slight daylight, and that extra uh, second you can take the shot, that's what happened. So the Jazz, as the shooting part of it, the three-point, it all started with so many more possessions by community. Everybody shared the ball, and that is able to find the open shooters wherever it was on the floor. All right, Coach. There certainly is, uh, well, are some uh, games to be played yet tonight, and I'm looking at some in the Western Conference. Uh, the Thunder and T-Wolves are underway right now. The Lakers are at Philadelphia to take on the Sixers. Those are really the only other Western Conference teams that are playing tonight. But right now, as we sit, the Jazz are all alone in second place in the Western Conference uh, at 32-13 and 13 on the season. They're four games back of the Lakers, and right now a half game in front of the Clippers. And I tell you what, Coach, uh, test one passed in this difficult stretch. And I'll, if they could go into the All-Star break still in that second-place position, that would be big time for this franchise. Very much also. And, t- and tonight it's afternoon's game. The Mavericks uh, were 15 and five on the road, so now they're 15 and six. So the Jazz beat a a, tr- a playoff type team at home that has a good road record, meaning the Mavs. So this was a solid win, and it all starts with defense and sharing the ball and the Jazz in the second place. You get the feeling also, Jake, as far as the vibe that the that the, the Jazz bench is evolving also. As far as as the Jazz as the Jazz get better, so does their bench. As far as on both sides of the ball, led really, and so now with Mike Conley coming off the bench as we speak, right, as we speak, and Tony Bradley and George Niang and Jordan Clarkson, they have a they have a those four guys in particular have played well as a unit. And tonight, Clarkson did not play particularly well. I thought Conley struggled a little bit at times, but Tony Bradley was just terrific, and George Niang played well again. So, I mean, to your point, Coach, it's more than just a a one-man band coming off the bench with Jordan Clarkson. Now they've got a group that plays together, and if one or two of them struggle, there's others to to step in and and pick it up. And don't forget that, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, and Joe Ingles also play a lot of time with that reserve unit. Yes, they do. So they mix and match, and they don't play all the guys together. Together, but they try to uh, showcase what the team needs at that time. So especially with Donovan Mitchell, when he plays his second unit, he gives them a ball striker that can penetrate in the lane and make plays for others. And, and Tony Bradley has been a terrific recipient scorer by either getting drop-off passes and short corner spacing or crashing the offensive glass when Donovan penetrates or Jordan Clarkson and he gets a free run to offensive rebound. Very impressive by him. All right, Coach, before we get your 
your final thoughts on this one. Let's look ahead to Monday's showdown uh, as James Harden and the Houston Rockets will be in town. And uh, it's it's always fun when the Rockets come to town, Coach, because, of course, the Jazz and the Rockets have a great history uh, of great games going and great playoff series, for that matter, going back decades. But I'm really interested in seeing this Rockets team because I'm not convinced that Russell Westbrook and James Harden are going to work all that well together. And I'm really eager to see that first person on Monday night. Well, both guys are really ball dominant. The Rockets play the Nuggets for for the fans tomorrow afternoon in Denver. So the Jazz do play them on a back-to-back. The Rockets are, are first in the NBA in three-point attempts. The Mavericks were second, the, 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 uh, today's opponent. The Rockets average 43.6 threes per game, and they make an NBA leading 15.1. So they shoot the three. So in jazz basketball, the ability to play closeout defense, have discipline, stay at home, and challenge the shot. Now, a lot of those three-point shots, Jake, are by, by Westbrook and by um, James Harden on step-back variety. The last point about the Rockets as far as the unit is that they're, just, they're the second-highest-scoring team in the NBA, averaging 118.7 points per game with only the Milwaukee Bucks, led by Giannis. The number one-scoring team in the NBA is 119.3. James Harden. He is uh, he is having a terrific season, but recently the last few games he struggled. Yeah, he struggled, so a little bit weary. Westbrook has played well. They almost like alternate Jake as far as having the ball on perimeter. So you get it first, I get it second time. And uh, I should make this note: uh, we might not even get to see Russell Westbrook on Monday night. He uh, usually does not play uh, in back-to-backs, and so we'll we'll know if he plays against Denver that likely he won't play against Salt Lake. But there is a chance he'll miss the first leg as opposed to the second. But I, if I had to make a guess, I bet he plays in Denver on Sunday, and we don't see him on Monday. But you know, James Harden scores thirty-nine points a game, Coach. So yes, he does. <laughs> also, Clint Capella, who did a nice job against Rudy last year in the playoffs, he's in a challenge Rudy uh, uh, up up in the clouds. So once Rudy goes airborne, the, uh, the Rockets have a a player that's also ta- like Rudy talented that can rebound. Uh, he's fourth in the NBA, Clint Capella, rebounding, averaging fourteen rebounds per game. So him and Rudy are almost like back and forth, and he's uh, fifth in the NBA in block shots. So Capella. In the playoff series last year, stood in Rudy's body exclusively, and that negated some of Rudy's uh, uh, brilliance as far as uh, stick backs and also making making athletic and basketball plays. So let's see if the Jazz can counter kind of punch that uh, this time around. All right, Coach, I want to get your final thoughts on this big win over the the Mavericks. But mine start and end with Rudy Gobert tonight. It was terrific. Twenty two points, seventeen rebounds, five block shots. Might have been his uh, best game of the year. M- mine is real. Add to that. Well said. It's Donovan. Mitchell, clutch performer, 11 fourth quarter points. He was poised with the ball, made terrific decisions, and he refused to lose. And that's the that's the Jazz great duo. Also, let's not forget Boyan Bondanovich. He made so many clutch plays. The, it's not one thing about the Jazz. It's everything. It's such a positive vibe about the team. They got toughness. All right, we want to say a big thanks to Lock and Boone for calling all the action tonight. Uh, thanks to Tony Parks for doing the work in the locker rooms. Thanks to all the broadcast assistants and the fine work they do. Thanks to Adrian Lizer, uh, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to the title sponsor of the post-game show, Mark Miller's Subaru. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller's Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. And, of course, thank you, Coach Chiesa. It's 
always fun hanging out with you, especially on a Saturday afternoon. Jake, thanks. Stay well. All right, 112 to 107 is your final. The Jazz beat the Dallas Mavericks. Up next, the Jazz take on the Houston Rockets on Monday night. Tip-off will be at 7. Pre-game begins at 6. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs>